everybody. Get ready for Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. A foodie born and bred, my wife Nikki loves chatting up chefs, dining out, and insider industry buzz. And my husband David thinks a great meal is nothing but a good burger, a frosty brew, and a check for under $20. Because he is cheap. Well, maybe so, but Foodie married Beast anyway. And together we've got the food and wine variety show that has everyone talking. It's Foodie and the Beast, and we are on now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis on a beautiful Sunday morning for it's a change. Cold. No it's rain. Very it is cold. cold. Cold's Not okay. For me. Not for me. Oh my God, I'll warm you up. Okay. So we got a great show today. An old friend of the show, Jeff Black. Is in the head of that, and it's awfully quiet in here because he's not actually in the studio. I know studio he's out right preparing moment. food. Right. Uh oh. Wait. Maybe he'll come in. Okay. Um, but Jeff is in. Uh, Addie's was uh, a legendary, truly legendary restaurant on Rockville Pike. I remember hearing about it about God about twenty five years ago. It wasn't twenty five years ago. It was a lot of years ago. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, I think it was. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Many years ago, right next to a, a place called Hank Deedle's Bar, there were these two little buildings, and everybody kept talking about the great food in this little Addie's restaurant. Now Addie's has moved. It's opened up at uh, Potomac Park. He's got an all-new restaurant that's gorgeous with a new menu, and Jeff is in, and we're going to be talking all about it. And he's it. brought a fabulous seafood tower. Now, as many of you know... Korean food is like one of the very hot cuisines that is happening, not just locally here in D.C., like with Danny Lee, but really across the country. And I'm so excited because on the phone later today, we'll be talking with Rachel Yang and Jess Thompson. Uh, They have just put out the book, My Rice Bowl. It is a gorgeous book about not traditional Korean cooking, but uh, Rachel, Chef Rachel Yang's. Uh, restaurants in Seattle and Portland. So I'm looking forward to chatting with them later. Korean cooking outside the lines. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow through the 19th, uh, the the RAMW, Restaurant Association Metropolitan Washington. That's easy for you to say. My God. I know. It came out (laughs) funny. The fifth annual D.C. Cocktail Week. Cocktail Week. Yay. You know, Nikki and I have been married over 20 years, but it still scares me when she starts clapping for cocktails. Why not? <clears throat> That's a little Actually, scary. Actually, what's more scary is that you don't clap for cocktails. No, I'm not a cocktail guy. Okay. But more than uh, 40 restaurants uh, in D.C., Maryland, Virginia are participating. And uh, to shine a sort of a bright light on everything, we've got um, um, uh, Baba Cocktail Bars, Danilo Simikin and R.A.M. Doubles. And he's brought cocktails. Right. He's Yay! brought cocktails because they're participating. Right. And RAMW's uh, Aishi Patterson, they're going to be in to tell us all about it. Yeah, we're really looking forward to that. Uh, and Fruitive. Fruitive is in studio, and they bought all their new delicious juices. So we had them in years ago, two years ago, before they opened their city center location. And now they're, like, thriving and surviving. So he's going to be pouring and for yeah, us. Yeah, Greg Rosebloom's in yep. to tell us about it. And they've got a new location coming on DuPont Circle, too. So exciting. And beer here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking at that. My well, friend actually, Ad- beer here, there, and everywhere, because city taps are opening up all well, around the city. I've got a friend, Adam Hurst, who's constantly texting me about, about city tap. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says it's the bomb, and apparently it is. Uh, you've got you've got 40 draft lines and all of that. Great, uh, Curtis Gray's in. We're going to talk about it, and we're going to taste a bunch of beers, which is really the most important thing for me today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, we're going to go talk to our friend Mitch Berliner at Central Farm Markets because those markets are open year round. We're going to find out what's going on out there and what you can buy. Are you there, Mitch? I am indeed. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Hi, Mitch. How Bubba. was the marathon? Um, I didn't participate in. We brought our skinny salamis there and introduced it to the Big Apple. 
where it was received with open arms. Well, those skinny salamis are really delicious. You know I'm addicted to them. I love them. Right. Thank you. Well, we put a little bit of something in there that the people have to come and buy them again. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a secret ingredient. Right. Uh, that sounds enforcement almost illegal. But... <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. I want to say hi to Jeff Black. Everything that guy does is really fabulous and love his restaurants and all that. Well, he can't hear stuff. you, but he'll be preening like a peacock. Yes, I'm, I'm sure. sure. Okay. So tell well, okay, us what's good. happening at market today. Well, by the way, in the Korean uh, arena, you talk about it, at uh, all three of our markets, we have a fabulous uh, vendor that sells to eat here or take home called Bund Up, and they do Korean barbecue that's really over the top. Oh, their so stuff is amazing. Yeah, I love them. them. Yeah, now. they're I awesome. Love stuff. I love it. I have it for breakfast. Um, anyway, so we've got a full selection of stuff because we still have plenty of farmers with greenhouses. So we have 60 vendors here today in Bethesda, 50 in Mosaic. Um, we have one more week at uh, Pike Central. Mm-hmm. And we are, a big thing to tell all your fans, listeners, is that uh, we are Thanksgiving Central. We've got turkeys and smoked turkeys. We have somebody this year is smoking turkeys. You can go on our website and find out all this information. And what are the we, turkeys smoking? Um, whatever's legal. It's illegal in the district. It's pretty much legal anywhere. I think, I think you need a prescription. But um, <laughs> anyway, we also have a special market on Tuesday right prior to Thanksgiving at the Pike Central where you can pick up at the very last minute your pies, your smoked turkeys, your tan. Well, I think it's just really important for people to know, Mitch, that, you know, the farmer's market is just not a place to go and get your fresh produce. But with the holidays coming up, not just Thanksgiving, but Christmas and New Year's, you're really able to get everything you need to make a beautiful table and celebrate. I mean, even great breads. Yeah, exactly. That is is true. And, um, you know, talking about cocktails, I, I... Where's the clapping? Anyway, talking about cocktails, (laughs) um, we have three different distilleries that we rotate into the uh, Bethesda and the Pike Central. So you can come and make your own cocktails. And if you do it enough, uh, what the market throws in is a uh, free week at the Betty Ford Clinic. Okay. I'd like to do that. I hope she'll still be there. Uh, (laughs) Mitch, we got to wrap it up. Tell everybody where the markets are. So you can find out all of this. On our website and about our special Thanksgiving markets and what you can order, we have a special blog at centralfarmmarkets.com. And thank you. Awesome. Take care. Have a good weekend. You too. Take care. All right. So let's turn to Curtis Gray, a hale and hearty fellow well met, and City Tap. How are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you? Um, Hi. And how do I look is the question. Um, <laughs> tell us about City Tap. Give us a quick 411 there. Uh, we are a uh, tap house, uh, 40 draft lines, lots of craft beer, um, good food, good drink, uh, easy place to go and sit down, have a bunch of people over. Um, our DuPont location is going to be great for happy hours, great for the neighborhood, all that stuff. Uh, but you don't have just one city tap. There's uh, There's two in the city there's right now, the and city. there's uh, several up and down the East Coast. Right, um, exactly. Our original location is over in Penn Quarter by uh, Capital One Center now, mm-hmm. not Verizon Center. And uh, Right, exactly. Everybody yep. has to remember but that. It, 
Go but, ahead. Well, I want to jump in because we were talking before. It's, you know, there are a lot of craft brews out there, yeah. and there are a lot of craft brews that nobody's ever heard of, yeah. and you can go to places and find the most esoteric things. But you guys are smart because you got the mainstream stuff that everybody knows, like a Sierra Nevada. Absolutely. Or, or uh, you know, or something out of Sam, Sam Adams. Adams. Boston Lock. Right. Mm-hmm. But you also have, if I say, give me something crazy that I've never heard of, I can do that there, too. I've got a Saison with blueberry and mint on right now. Yeah, I can make you happy with the weird beer. Absolutely. No so weird beer. beer. Do you guys have? So we have uh, 40 draft lines, uh, two cask lines, mm-hmm. and then uh, we have another 35 to 40 in bottles and cans. That's an awful lot of change-outs every night, isn't uh, it? it? Our beer list changes every single day. Uh, we have new things coming on every so single day. So do you day. just have staff 24-7? Because like, changing those lines take a really long lines. time. I'm there a lot. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a fun job. All right. Uh, well, we're going to come back to you in a little bit. Cool. You're going to tell us more about, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about your beer program, and then we can also talk mm-hmm. about some of the food that you guys are serving. But what are you going to pour first? But what are you going to pour first? So it's a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a beer, I mean, this is a mimosa town. So we're going to start with our beer mosa. Okay. Yep. A beer Excellent. Mosa. All right. Start with that. Wait, what's in a beer mosa? So we're going to use uh, a nice white ale. We've got Allagash White today. Mm-hmm. Uh, some orange juice and some bubbles, and we're going to just make a we're going to make a beer mosa. All right, All right let's do it. All right, All right, you get into that. And and actually, it's funny because I have often referred to my friend Jeff Black as my beer mosa, and he's here today. <laughs> Thanks. Hello, sweetie. So Jeff is a, a restaurateur of uh, of of legend he's and fact. He's been a co-host before. He's taken yep. your spot before. A, yeah, he's, co- he's co-hosted here, but. You've got you've got slowly creating this restaurant empire, and what's interesting is you went back to your roots to to modernize, contemporize Addie's. I mean, Addie. When did Addie's open on Rockville Place? Uh, the original Addie's opened in '96. Okay, so it wasn't 1993. It was 1996. Right. Well, you said oh, 95 years. Not, well, '95 was we started in '95. We officially time. opened in '95, but it was the end of the year. So we and you know, it. we live about. Five blocks from there, and I kept hearing about well, this. So did great... he? He used to live very close to there. I'm trying to talk. Oh my Anyways, god! Well, then God. say something. Mary, of interest. You know what? <laughs> Anyways, um, we kept hearing about this great little restaurant that had amazing food, but you were right next door to Hank Deedles. Yep. And we were like, you know, in these nondescript little buildings, and it turned out that it was a. I mean, it was a home run, and it became a. It became an institution. An institution, yeah. and then it went away. I don't know what happened with the property. You lost your lease or whatever, but. Now you've got the new Addies out of Potomac Park, and it's well. I think awesome. you have to also state that in the interim, you opened several other restaurants. Five hundred other restaurants, <laughs> right. right? Yeah, we we did Addies uh, on a shoestring budget. We mm-hmm. got a uh, lo- what's called a low dock loan from the SBA, mm-hmm. which we couldn't have opened without it. I think it would be a great uh, economic study to see the impact of that because mm-hmm. so many jobs have been created. But uh, it was it was a real everything was on a shoestring budget. It was super. I mean we. We finished. I couldn't pay the contractors. Okay. So I put them on terms, and they weren't happy about I it. I bet. Sure. And, and oddly enough, the electrician that built Addie's was the electrician of trade on the new Addie's. Okay. So it's his big joke is, you wouldn't open without circle. me. Right. You wouldn't open without me. You have, I mean, you've got Blacks in Bethesda. You've yep. got Black Market in, in, in Garrett, uh, Garrett Park. You've got Black Salt. Palisades. You've got Republic. And Tacoma Park. And Tacoma Park. And what am Pearl, I missing? Pearl Dive. And Pearl Dive. Jeez, right. hello. Pearl and, Dive. And uh, Tilt Room upstairs. And then in the two bars upstairs, we got Blackjack and Tilt. Mm-hmm. So it's been quite a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we've stayed a little bit busy. All right. Well, so why go when the original Addies did close? What made you think, i got to bring this back? 
I mean, with all the other concepts that you have and the success of all of them, why why go to Potomac? Why re, why revisit that concept? Well, the 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 Addy's concept obviously had a lot of traction, and we did really well with it. And it's a strong name in, in Montgomery County. I mean, even I, if I, people couldn't remember, they remember it's branded, you know. Right, and I wouldn't have reopened it outside of Montgomery County. Mm-hmm. What I couldn't find was an old building. I wanted an old building, and they're just. Aren't many old buildings. You could have bought our house. Yeah, we have an old building. It's super old. It's really old. I should have knocked on your door. Yeah, you could have. You would have been attacked by like four dogs. But other than that. I I saw the hand. Well, now now three dogs. Sorry. Uh, I saw the hand. But yes, uh, so we, we took a new space and it was a lot. It's a lot more expensive, actually, to make a new space look and feel like it's got some age. It's stunning. It really is. I know, but it's a really beautiful space. Yeah, I'm very happy the way it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's talk about the menu first because mm-hmm. it's way expanded from what people knew from the old well, Addies. Well, the old Addies, we all, I just had two stations in the kitchen, mm-hmm. three total if you count the salad station. But we, our hotline, we had just a grill and saute. So we had limitations because of the size. Mm-hmm. So building this, I wanted to build a kitchen that I could have all the the toys that I wanted, all the bells and whistles. So for the first time ever, I've got a steakhouse broiler. First time ever, I've got a lot of fun new things to play with. So... We got the chance to expand the menu, and obviously, since Blacks, uh, we had an Oyster Bar Black. Since then, we've gotten very good at oysters, so we added that. Well, not that. only that, it we, seems like with Blacks and then Black Salt, you know, you sort of took this. We're going into the seafood Really, realm, like, heading time. towards seafood. Because, yeah. you know, it's really interesting. There was a point in time in the restaurant industry where there was, like, a steakhouse and a place you went for seafood. You know, things right. were, you know. Cut and dry. Very cut and dry, and, and people did not cross-pollinate. And that has totally changed. I mean, you can go to a restaurant now and have an amazing piece of fish or a gorgeous seafood tower and yep. have fresh oysters and also get a steak or a right. burger. And you if know? you're watching us on Facebook Live, you can see Jeff's gorgeous seafood tower, which is <laughs> yes. going to disappear in a minute. Wait, we have you know to what? We have break. to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about your seafood tower okay. and some of these new We're going to eat your seafood tower. New things that are on your menu. Fantastic. All right. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We're chatting with Jeff Black. We'll be back in a minute. All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. I just want to thank uh, one of our favorite sponsors, the folks at the Market at River Falls in scenic downtown Potomac, Maryland. And they are—they um, have everything you need for Thanksgiving. There are turkeys. They have all the sides and cakes and pies. Wasn't so, I just about to say I have say no idea what you're going to say, but I just want people to go there. Amazing stuff. You can get your whole meal catered there. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeff, let's come back to you. So... Uh, we, we're, we're talking Addie's and this gorgeous seafood tower. Tell us yeah, what's so, on it. So really the, the tower idea came, I, I buy seafood towers at restaurants all the time and, and I'm always restricted to exactly what they want to give me. And sometimes chefs are using it to pawn off stuff that they can't move elsewhere. And I was like, I found yeah, a goldfish in one. I, 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 wanted, <laughs> I wanted the option of, of controlling what I ordered. So mm-hmm. we, we created a menu so you could build your own tower. Which I love. I mean, and seafood towers have become like the new, like must have on the menu. They're fun. Yes. And so we have, we do a lot of stuff that's unique. They're small plates. Mm-hmm. Uh, today we've got uh, a sesame tuna with soba salad. We've got some house kimchi with smoked salmon. Those are crab uh, profiteroles with caviar. We have a smoked mussel escabeche. This you is, all lose. I'm getting the crab pots uh, with the caviar, just so is, you know. Uh, uh, uni, smoked uni aioli with scallop crudo. We have uh, jumbo prawns with chimichurri. We've got clams and shrimp and oysters and a couple of our house sauces, some dive juice. And I know you guys are open for lunch. 
dinner. Lunch, dinner, and we do brunch on Sunday. Okay, great. And we have a, a pretty strong happy hour. I think we should cross-fertilize here. We have these beer mosas from City uh, Tap. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Let's everybody cheers. Cheers for the beer mosas. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. cheers. What, a way to the seafood what a way to kick off cocktail week dun, dun, with the restaurant dun. association. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, so you got something. One last thing. You have something new up your sleeve. You're opening because you can't yes. slow down. You're opening up something yes. new. Yes, no, it's not up his sleeve. Mm-hmm. We're uh, actually uh, working on a new concept <laughs> called Black Coffee. Mm-hmm. Pretty creative How name. I know. mean, right. <laughs> Like, my my name like, lends itself to a lot I'm glad of stuff. You, you know like what? your name. Imagine <laughs> the lot. difference. You like your name a lot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If, if your last name was Crappy, imagine the difference in your career. <laughs> I love Crappy Coffee. <laughs> it's the best coffee in town. Crappy Bethesda. That's it. Uh, so Crappy. Uh, it's Crappy Bar and Kitchen, by the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. No, but Black Coffee's uh, concept we're doing, it's a couple hours now from Black Salt. Are you going to out Starbucks? Uh, Starbucks? Is that what yeah, it is? No, we're doing? just going to, we're going to out local Starbucks. Mm-hmm. We're going to have, uh, our primary coffee is going to be Rise Up Coffee coming out of Cambridge, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we are, are going to feature other you? coffees. We are, they're going to roast for us. Okay. And, uh, we also, they were the only one confident enough to let us bring in other coffees. Most of the mm-hmm. other coffees demanded that they be exclusive. Mm-hmm. We don't want that. We want people to have choices and, and, and you know, experience different coffee. So pretty cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think the, the, the demographic there in the morning is not served. There's a lot of people that are looking for coffee. They, you know, get the okay. kids yeah, to school. I mean, the neighborhood, it's a great little neighborhood there. Yeah. And a place, and a place to hang out. So we'll, we'll have counter service for breakfast and, and coffee and then we'll do lunch and dinner. Um, we'll use it for event space sometimes and, right. um, It'll be it'll be a fun little spot. Well, everybody, every listen. Anybody who hasn't been to Addie's, uh, you know, Potomac Park is just out two seventy. It's a it's not far. Five at all. It's, seconds. A, it's actually closer than Bethesda. And, it, but we have and it's really, really pretty. I mean, the area is the pretty. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful stunning. area. Yeah, the landlord's done a great job with setting it up. Yeah, and it's it. just a well. Now we've kissed everybody's apple. Okay, it's great. <laughs> listen, all right. So I'm sorry you have to leave. Too bad this seafood tower has to stay. But right. that's it. Okay. All right, everybody, go to Addie's. At Park, and go Park. see Jeff Black at all, any Please. of his other locations, like yes. Pearl Dive, Black Salt, blah, blah, blah. All his crappy right. Anything that says thing. Blacks is Jeff's. You know who it is. <laughs> okay. All right, Curtis, let's go back to you. So we were talking about some of the differences. You know, you have competition around the city. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like uh, over on 14th Street, there's Church Key. They do, you know, they have a lot of craft brews, that, you know, with a lot of esoteric stuff. Mm-hmm. So it sounds to me like competitively what you're saying is, you know, for the people that aren't searching for, you know, that little the nook and cranny craft beer that comes out of you know, Ontario, somebody's, you know, yeah. grandmother's basement, come here and have the stuff you know, Anchor Steam, Sierra Nevada, but also we're going to uh, source that for you. Yeah, some people just want to sit down and watch a game and mm-hmm. have an Anchor Steam or have a Sam Adams Boston Lager, and that's great. You guys probably get a lot of convention business and all of that there, yeah, too, absolutely. right? absolutely. Uh, the hotels and uh, the convention center and all, all the stuff that's going on around us, they bring a lot of people from outside of the city. Um, so we have a lot of people that are coming in asking for, you know, the first question people ask when they walk into a bar a lot of times is, what local beers do you have? Mm. So, you know, we're trying to make Isn't sure. Isn't that, that fabulous that that's what people are doing now? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we have such a thriving local beer scene. It um, is. It's amazing. It's in the past five years, it has blown up exponentially mm-hmm. over around here. So. Let's talk about this beer most of It's really, really delicious. Yummy. <laughs> it actually is pretty good. We, yeah. I am actually surprised at how much of these we actually sell on I Saturdays bet. and Sundays. They, we go through these like crazy. I bet. Uh, it's about. And so do the customers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's two parts of Allagash White and one part of Mimosa. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple drink. 
nothing crazy fancy about it. Just put all of it into a glass, and they go down so easy. You know, Perfect. just taking notes here. Okay, well, so now... Um, Black Spear Moses about to open. Uh, yeah, what are you making next? Uh, so the next drink that we have is kind of a beer... in. Uh, inspired cocktail. Not okay. a beer cocktail, but a beer inspired cocktail. Uh, we have a, uh, a cocktail called the Wolf and the Mule, which is a kind of a play on a Moscow mule. We take hop infused vodka, some lemongrass syrup, and some ginger kombucha uh-huh. to make our little play on that drink. Um, so we're using some ingredients that would typically go into beers. Uh, we're putting them into the, uh, the vodka. And, I love and that. making our cocktail right. that way. Let's do it. I just oh. have to say that this crab profiterole with caviar was really All yummy. Right. I just have to say we're going to get to our next guest. Uh, on the phone with us today is James Beard Best Chef finalist uh, Rachel Yang. And she and her collaborator, food journalist Jess Thompson, wrote a great book called My Rice Bowl Korean Cooking Outside the Lines. And now you're going to find out about it. Hi, Rachel and Jess. How are you? Hey, how are you doing? Hi, doing how are well. you guys this morning? Do we have both of you on the phone or just one? It's everybody. Oh, yeah, good. We're all here. Oh, the whole family. Hi, okay. everybody. Well, we want to thank you so much for joining us this morning. I This book is so beautiful, and we really enjoyed reading through it um, over the last couple um, weeks. You know, Korean food is has really... Um, created a presence for itself not just i mean locally here in dc we have danny lee who has two fabulous restaurants and just opened up a third uh but nationally it is has become a trend how did, i know that rachel your cooking is more french influenced but talk a little bit about the trend and how it's expanded Absolutely. Um, the Korean food has really exploded with David Chang from New York City about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I think we were all talking about it. The fact that like right now is really the prime time where there's amazing Korean chefs all across the world, all across the country, and they are all at their basically very mature prime stage. And you have chefs from, you know, from like Chicago, New York, uh, DC, LA, San Francisco, and myself in Seattle. I think we are all having really great time, um, and customers are having amazing uh, feedbacks on like things and and food that we're cooking right now. Mm -hmm. Well, I think what's interesting is that because especially like reading through your cookbook, we haven't had the luxury of going to your one of your fabulous restaurants yet, but. Uh, you know, it sounds like what you're doing a lot of is incorporating the smells and flavors and tastes of classic Korean cuisine, but using, you know, using what's local or or using some of your background in uh, in culinary training to to change the dishes up a little bit. To to they're still authentic, but they're not authentic to Korean. Correct. Absolutely. So that's the, probably the one question that I get the most. You are Korean. You are from Korea. Why is food a little bit different? Mm-hmm. I've been here in the States for about 25 years. I went to culinary school here. I learned how to cook here in America. And so basically, I think the food that we are doing is very authentic in a sense. It is what is Korean to me and how I translate it. Mm-hmm. So even though it might not be exactly a Korean food that you would expect in, you know, your your mom and pop Korean restaurant out somewhere. Um, this is a lot of how chefs are bringing their own version of Korean cooking to mm-hmm. so many uh, audience. Well, so let's talk about the recipes in the in the book because I think there's so many interesting recipes in here. But you know, I I do believe that for some people, cooking outside of their lines, you know, something that seems a little more challenging or difficult, can be intimidating. How would you recommend using your book? For the novice, 
Right. So some people, some people are very anxious about when they get a cookbook, they have to follow everything exactly to the seat. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the one thing, you know, the way how I approach the cooking is, you know, you find the recipe, you find the ingredients, you find the flavor, and you kind of try to make it your own. And I'm totally welcoming everyone to use my book that way, mm-hmm. meaning, you know, there's a great recipe, so you might want to try it, but you are missing an ingredient, you're, you know, you want to do something else that you already have in the fridge, go for it. That's how you want to make it your own. And I say the easiest recipe to always follow in the book is going through the recipes and finding one that has you have all the ingredients already at home. So you don't have to worry about going shopping. You don't have to worry about like, you know finding every single thing that takes a long time or can get frustrating mm-hmm. to start a recipe. All right. Well, Rachel, I want to ask you a question since we don't have an octopus at home, but we have the, uh, <laughs> the makings for, I think, for Mrs. Yang's spicy fried chicken peanut brittle. Yes. Yeah. Tell me about that. What what kind of late night thing happened when you got up after watching five <laughs> hours of TV and, and a bottle of vodka and said, you know what? I'm going to put chicken and peanut brittle together. Actually, I think it makes sense. We it do chicken sounds, and waffles. It sounds in the delicious. South. It sounds amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, spicy Korean chicken, fried chicken is a thing in Korea. Uh, this is my version of it. It's delicately crispy yet uh it's really really nice spicy and sweet um so the peanut brittle way how it plays it in here so peanut and the you know it's a very sudden thing to have here in america talking about a fried chicken so the peanut has really nice nuttiness and then when you turn it into a brittle it get, gives you really sweet crunch and little bitterness that works really wonderfully with the rest of the chicken it just well, sounds i'm I gonna know. eat the book now, where are you going to be today? Are you doing a? You're not doing a demo today, but you're doing a talk with the book today. Yeah, we're doing a doc, a book talk today at Succotash from twelve to two. It's mm-hmm. a dim sum Adley. brunch, so oh, fun. people can sort of scoot on over. There's still a little bit of time. Okay, um, so after you listen to Foodie and the Beast, then you can head over to Succotash where you can meet Jess Thompson and Rachel Yang uh, for uh, a meal there, right? Absolutely. Okay, great. And wait, and where else can we find the book? Is it all over the place? Amazon, you all can of that? Find anywhere fine books are sold. Amazon, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's being sold nationwide. Excellent. Thank you both for joining us this morning. Um, it sounds like it's uh, going to be a delicious uh, brunch this afternoon, but we really love the cookbook. It's really beautiful, and uh, there's lots. I love a lot of the, Rachel, your story in here, just how you got to, how you came from Korea and, uh, you know, became this you know, empowered woman chef. There's not enough women chefs out there. So it's so important that you're out there and you have these restaurants with your husband. Um, we're thrilled that you were able to join us this morning. Well, thank you so much for having us. Okay. okay. Um, you know, we're going to take a break now. Okay. And then when we come back, we're going to be discussing cocktail week. Can't wait. David and Nikki Nellis. We'll be back in just a sec. All right. We're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. Let's go back to Curtis Gray and talk about City Tap. You got a new location coming up out of the ground, right? Yeah, so we opened up our second location in Washington D.C. Uh, in Dupont Circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been open about a month, uh, about three weeks for full service now. And? Well, so the concept seems pretty sports bar-y. Is that accurate? So I would not call it a sports bar. Okay, because there uh, are no sports bars in D.C. This actually. Is true. This is true. We uh, we're a bar that has TVs, mm-hmm. and there will be sports on those TVs. Okay, but we're a bar. You're a bar. Uh, we're a tap house. We've got good food. We've got good beer. That's going to be the, 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 the driving force of this this place. Uh, we've got some TVs on, too. So if you want to watch some sports, we've got them. So let's talk a little bit about the food. Well what done. kind of cuisine? <laughs> like, Is it just bar food, just burgers, wings, that kind of stuff? What so, are we talking about? Yeah. Uh, 
It's very much American cuisine. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to get some a burger. Uh, you can get some wings there. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to elevate a few things, too. We've got um, our shaved roast pork sandwich mm-hmm. uh, that we kind of do like as it's sort of like a, a Philly cheesesteak. But we do roast pork, broccolini on mm-hmm. it, um, big flaky bun. It is a delicious, delicious sandwich. That sounds pretty delicious. Um, We've got um, a good chicken salad sandwich, mm-hmm. you know, some other, you know, plays on things. Okay. Um, but we kind of elevate them a little bit, put some bacon and some other stuff in there that make them a little bit. So you don't chef them up too much, but no. you give you elevate them just a tiny yeah, bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Okay, great. Uh, good what wholesome you, comfort food. Excellent. What are you going to be pouring next? So the uh, the thing we're going to drink next is kind of our play on a beer cocktail. It's not a, a beer cocktail, but more of a beer inspired cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a we call it the Wolf and the Mule. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a hop infused vodka. Now, That's one of the cool things, cool. one of the things we get to do that have, have a little fun is we get to play around with different hops on every time. Mm-hmm. So this particular iteration is Palisade hops. Uh, we got the hops from our friends at Three Stars Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Um, we know them well. We know them well too. Uh, Sneaky Dave Coleman. <laughs> yes, sir. Mad Mike McGarvey. <laughs> so. To me, the Palisade hops are more of an aromatic as opposed to a big, flavorful, punchy hop. So I don't think you really get a lot of the, f- the flavor of hops in this beer. But if you put your nose to it, you might be able to get the smell. Cool. Uh, this one in particular, I think, gives off a little bit of like a- apricot-y, stone fruity kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we use the hop-infused vodka. We make some lemongrass syrup. And we do ginger kombucha on top of it instead of ginger beer. Wow. So this so, is like really easy yep. to put together. Uh, <laughs> three ingredients, two of them we make in-house, and one of them we source locally. So, uh, Very cool. Yeah, it's a little play on a, on a, a Moscow mule. Very cool. Thank yep. you so much. All right. Well, let's talk about on the... Let's talk about Moscow mules and more. Let's talk about cocktails. All right. So Aishi Patterson is in here from uh, RAMW, the Restaurant Association, <laughs> Metropolitan Washington. And for five years, you guys have been scheduling a, a an ever-growing, really, Cocktail Week uh, promotion. Right. Tell us about it. So Cocktail Week is a fun week that we came up with about five years ago. Well, if it's not fun, what's the point? Well, you know. Right. I mean, the word cocktail is in there. So, yeah. so I think you're already starting off. Cocktail in some point. languages means fun. And yes. week. So seven right. days yeah. of cocktail. Right. <laughs> Paired with delicious bites. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to make a, a program that highlighted our growing mixology scene and uh, really high, spotlight people behind the bar and really get folks out there trying traditional cocktails, but also a great mix of cocktails and highlighting how cocktails can also be paired with food in the same way that we pair wine with food. Well, and I think that's really important given D.C.'s vastly growing cocktail scene. Yes. I mean, we just got... D.C. just got anointed, thanks to Derek Brown, to have the number one bar in the country. That's right. So um, there is so much going on don't here. Don't you mean King Derek Brown? <laughs> Isn't that who you mean And Angie. Don't forget Angie. Uh, Angie. Um, you know, so there is so much going on in D.C. in its growing cocktail scene. And that's not new. I mean, the last 10 years, we've seen an explosion in the cocktail scene. So I love that. RAMW has like decided to highlight them as an important part of the industry and what they're doing. Exactly. And, you know, we, we try to do it uh, across the region. So mm-hmm. whether you're in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia, you have an option to get out to one of our participating locations and try that cocktail and bite pairing. Or, of course, you can always go to a different part of the region and try a cocktail and bite pairing. So that's how it works, right? It's a specific cocktail with a specific bite. That's how the restaurants are doing it together, right? right, right. 
And they offer that for one price at each location. Well, so. mm-hmm. What I like is, I mean, you can go to an Indian restaurant, a Thai restaurant, a French restaurant, an American restaurant, and they've all got something that's going to... Because that, for me, I'm not a big cocktail drinker, mm-hmm. and when I do order a cocktail, it just, you know, I don't really think about what am I going to... What food am I going to order with it that's really going to work? So that's mm-hmm. right. good to educate somebody stupid like me. Well, it helps to elevate the food that you're eating, too. So if you have a great cocktail with your dish... That makes the dish taste even better as you're sipping well, while let's, you're eating. Well, let's talk to Danilo Simic. Good morning. Who's from Baba Cocktail Bar. Hi. Let's see if we can get you even closer to that mic. Tilt it up a little more. Okay. okay. Or, yeah, or you can talk over there. Either okay. or is fine. So I guess first thing for you, Danilo, let's talk about Baba and what the concept is there. Uh, Baba is basically a cocktail bar. Uh, it's with Balkan influence, but it's like a New York-style cocktail bar. Uh, what we open in our... Uh, Basement of uh, Ambar, Balkan Cuisine yeah. Restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, very well known. We've uh, had your fearless leader in yes, here several times. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and, uh, you know, we opened five months ago. We wanted to offer to the uh, Clarendon crowd and actually DC crowd something what uh, I think that they, they miss over here, good cocktail bar. Uh, what is special about our cocktail bar is basically spirit what we are using uh, from, the, uh, from the Balkan. It's called Rakia, mm-hmm. uh, traditional brandy. Oh, well, is that like Roki in Turkey? Same uh, thing? That's, that's actually a good question because it's a kind of huge confusion because uh, Raki is a type of anise uh, liqueur. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raki is the brandy similar to, to cognac uh, made out of different kind of the fruits. Most common is the plum. It's basically one what they're going to use uh, today for uh, creating cocktail for you. And uh, it's actually uh, special for our uh, cocktail week. Got it. So now let's just... Mm-hmm. Why do Cocktail Week? Why does a restaurant like such as yours or a cocktail bar such as yours uh, decide that this is a good thing? You know, uh, that's definitely a good thing because it's a great promotion for us, mm-hmm. a great opportunity to bring... I mean, uh, you're here, right? Yeah, you're on our radio show. Definitely. Hello. And now you're famous all around yeah, the world. Exactly. <laughs> Lucky you. I wish is the truth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Me too. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, very important, you know, we're a cocktail bar, and if you don't participate to this... Uh, to this promotion, who, who are going to participate, mm-hmm. you know, and we definitely got uh, good things to show to our guests. And, uh, you know, just wanted this this week to be fo- focused on the uh, pairing of the food and the, uh, and the cocktails. So what kind of cocktails are you doing specifically for cocktail week and what kind of food are you putting with uh, it? There are two options. Uh, we're going to do individual pairing. Uh, you can get one drink and uh, one bite mm-hmm. on the menu and you can do entire uh, uh, food and cocktail tasting. It's going to be three courses uh, 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 food and cocktail tasting. Uh, uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit. So uh, wait, you're going to do a three-course menu? Yes. And three cocktails to go with? Correct. Everybody should Uber <laughs> or Lyft. <laughs> you know. We don't get paid by either of those. Yep. So, uh, yeah, or cab home, right? Yeah. No, uh, one of the drinks is called the, the Zastava Sidecar. Zastava Sidecar. ride home in that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, twist on the one of the most popular uh, uh, brandy classic, mm-hmm. uh, Sidecar. Uh, Zastava is the type of the of the car in the Balkan, what is very popular, not that much in the United States, but people in the Balkan very well remember that car. Uh, and it's why we gave that name. Uh, mm-hmm. We are basically, instead of the uh, classic usage of the cognac, uh, we are using the uh, the brandy uh, from the Balkan Rakia made out of the uh, plums. Uh, uh, classic uh, sidecar is going with uh, orange liqueur. We did a little bit of craftiness over there. We infused that one with... Uh, uh, jalapeno and hibiscus, mm. and uh, fresh squeezed lemon juice. Uh, there is a little bit sugar of, uh, on the rim because cocktail is a little bit on the sour side, and you you balance with that sweetness from the rim. Huh. 
Oh, that sounds terrific. So, actually, let's go back to you. How do people find out? Because there are about 40 restaurants that are participating. That's right. So where's the list, and how do we find out, and what so happens there? the list of the restaurants and their pairing descriptions and the prices mm-hmm. are at dccocktailweek.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can... Take a look. There's photos as, as well of the dishes well, and from actually, some of the restaurants. Uh, the listareyouwanted.com is going to be doing uh, an Instagram posting every day. Every day. Next of week. all the different shameless cocktails. Shameless plug, but a good no, idea. No, it's not a shameless pay, plug. Pay attention. We have a partnership, and we're going to be posting yes. a different cocktail every day uh, and bite that you can find. Thank you. Oh, look at this glass. I love these glasses. <laughs> um, I'm glass obsessed. Well, uh, around a, the city. Such a girl. Anyway. No. Yeah. There are men who are glass obsessed too. It's not just a female thing. Uh, show me, a show of hands here. Who's glass obsessed? Okay, there you go. Oh, you yeah, you guys just, everybody goes with the blonde, you know, and everybody goes with the girl with the curly hair. Okay, all right, fine. And the fact that it's taken you that long to know that is really the problem in our marriage. I'm still here. Okay. Anyway, all right. So we now know everybody can go to dccocktailweek.com okay to find out everything mm-hmm. and just a little bit more on baba how can people find you and what's there when you're not doing dc cocktail week uh, that's actually a good question because we're like of good questions. I, I, that's I why can i'm tell over that. here <laughs> okay uh, because it's little secret spot mm-hmm. uh, it actually wasn't an idea but is it below yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. below it's like like the cool. basement uh, made uh, out of recycling uh, uh, recycling items. You know, we got entire wall made from recycled window, mm-hmm. and uh, during the night we uh, we are turning into lounge and it's switching all different color. You know, we got DJ Friday, Saturday, and you know, uh, it's just a great spot to to be for the late night. Uh, how to find? Basically, location is uh, 2901 Wilson Boulevard, Clarendon, mm-hmm. Virginia. Uh, it, it's left the door from the Well, bar. and I do have to say for people who don't know, like all the fashion Instagrammers, like that's where they all go to take their little fashion shots. It's a huge place to like take your picture. Okay, now I know where to go. Okay. No, am I wrong? Uh, it's totally true. They all you are take right their about pictures that. there. You are right about that. Right. You know? Let's go. Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> I mean, I know for some people, when they hear cocktail pairing with food, they're kind of like, really? But this really pairs beautifully together. Yeah. I totally get it. Like, the, the, it's enough, mm. not, it's not too sweet of a cocktail, but it cuts the spice of the yeah. dish, and it's really beautiful. All right. Guys, good luck with the fifth end, and we'll be back to talk about the sixth annual cocktail week <laughs> before I know it. Okay. All right, so Thank now we're going to talk. We're going to keep talking. I'm going to, Aishi, I'm going to raise you up, and I'm going to have Greg sit down. Fruitive is a great restaurant. It happens to be now the only certified organic restaurant in the District of Columbia. Because um, North no North, longer North exists. closed down. It's a great restaurant over in City Center, right right near Amy's at Centralina. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I don't know, Greg, why don't we start with a quick overview of the restaurant? So we are 100% plant-based. We opened our first location in Virginia Beach. He says that as we have him in front of, like, <laughs> yeah. all this non-plant-based stuff. <laughs> Seafood, pork, you know. Right. right. And, you know, for us, it's it's really, we, we want to encourage people to eat their five portions of fruits and vegetables. That's recommended mm-hmm. by the American Heart Association, by the World Health Organization. They both recommend that we... All, that we all get our five portions of fruits and vegetables a day. And that's really at the heart of fruit, that we just want to encourage people to enjoy their fruits and vegetables. You can get in a salad, wrap, sandwich. But that's pretty gutsy, and I'll tell you why. Because that's, you know, you still got a lot of uh, carnivores out mm-hmm. here in the world, and omnivores, but carnivores. Mm-hmm. And to open in a place like City Center, mm-hmm. which intuitively has high rents and a lot of high traffic, but, I mean, it's a concept where people really have to give in 
to do that, and mm-hmm. you're succeeding, which is great. See, mm-hmm. and I totally disagree with you on that, because okay. I think what a the shot. city center makes a ton of sense for you, because you have a lot of people who are living a very healthy lifestyle, and whether they're vegetarian, vegan, or eat everything, mm-hmm. they still want to incorporate healthy components into their day. There's multiple people that live at city center that don't make any meals at home. Right. They're coming to Fruita for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. And they just, that's the beauty of being able to, you know, we can make waffles, gluten-free waffles. For what about dairy? Dairy? You, you, no, no dairy. No we're dairy. not, we're not, uh, we're 100% vegan. Got it. So what does that mean? Talk about what your menu looks like. So Because um, I feel like when we first had you on, we were just talking about your juices. Mm-hmm. And juices are a big component of Fruita. We have our cold-pressed juices. We also um, have the sandwiches, wraps, salads. Uh, we have the liquid meal smoothies, super berry bowls. Mm-hmm. All right. You know what? We're going to stop you there, take a quick break, oh, and come right, right we'll back, come back to you. Right. Okay. We'll have we're getting some, the, we're getting the hand signal. Healthy juices in studio. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a minute. All right. We're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. You just heard that ProFish is one of our sponsors. We love those boys. Uh, and also want to thank uh, Celebrity Cruises, Central Farm Markets, and uh, the market at River Falls in Potomac for supporting the show. So, Greg, let's get back to you. There's some interesting things in all the, the, the show notes that I, I really love. The ABC that you have, banana butter, whipped cream, uh, coconut cream, uh, maple syrup, and coconut. No. Yeah, those those are on our gluten free waffles. We use wow, uh, and and we're also using local ingredients. About even though we have ingredients like acai bananas that are going mm-hmm. on our smoothies that obviously can't be local, we're still getting about sixty percent local. Can we talk about acai local. for a minute? Because yeah. you know that had this whole for a while. It was like take acai mm-hmm. and you've got amazing energy. You lose weight. Mm-hmm. Life is great. You live to one hundred and fifty. All of that. What's the real story on acai? Yeah, so acai was a lot more popular when we opened five and a half years ago. We saw a lot more customers wanting gravitating well, towards that. Well, it was that. a buzzword. I yeah. mean, you know, in the healthy food mm-hmm. genre, there mm-hmm. are, there's a constant buzzword. Yeah, of like, everybody's looking for the like and, this and then that. And right now, one of the buzzwords is charcoal. Right. That's and what so I said. we have our charcoal limeade yeah, here. Nikki was eating out yeah. of the fireplace last night. No, no, no. I take, <laughs> Very I, embarrassing. I take charcoal every evening. So um, we had a nutritionist in here a couple years ago, and they really believe that activated charcoal is mm-hmm. important for a healthy diet. We just launched this product a year ago, charcoal can limeade. And can you pass it over here so I can see it? Charcoal limeade. Wait, I'm going to taste it first. Okay. But what, let's get back to acai. So is it is it the thing or not the thing? You know, it was more popular five and a half years ago. It's still in our Wellness Warrior smoothie. It's still, mm-hmm. we have the antioxidant berry bowl, which has acai in it, mm. which is our number one selling acai what's bowl. What's your so. read? Forget what people are buying. What's your read on it and some of these ingredients? I mean, are you... The superfood ingredients? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I kale is a superfood. Kale is absolutely amazing how much vitamin K it has in it. Oranges are superfood, and so when people talk right. blueberries, when people talk about superfood and they gravitate to this next big one, I really th- I, I look at all these fruits and vegetables that we can have that are grown locally mm-hmm. that we that that the you know farmers like Farmer Heinz are growing you know with great practices. Well, plus you have the um, Fresh Farm. Uh, city center yep. farmers markets right outside have, your door. We have them there. We have Dupont Circle going on today. Mm-hmm. Um, with oh, well, great right, farmers. You also participate in those yep. markets. <laughs> right. Is that where you source so much of your stuff? You source? Yeah, about sixty percent of our produce right now is local, which is is great for this time of year. Right. And so, so yeah, we, we definitely work with a lot of the so farmers. So do your offerings change based on the season? We do have a seasonal menu, and then we also have the menu that you can get year That's round reliable. with mm-hmm. our Southwest Wrap and. 
or hail to the kale salad. Right. What would you say is like right now, some of the most, like the things that people are like, I got to have this, like this is the most important thing to my diet right now. Avocado toast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just, which we had for breakfast yeah. yesterday. Right. I mean, like I'm sick about it. Like yeah. we've been eating it like, I, but you know, what's really funny about avocado toast. So cork market, when they opened 10 years ago, mm-hmm. they had an avocado toast. I didn't call it avocado toast, but they mm-hmm. had, an avocado toast we on the menu, and so avocado. did Johnny at Comey, and it was before Comey was super fancy. Mm-hmm. And it was this super simple thing. It was just mashed avocado on top of really good seeded bread mm-hmm. with, um, I think Cork has like pistachios and a little pistachio oil on top. And everybody loved it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like this mind-blowing, like, I have to eat this every day. Mm-hmm. And now because we eat it every day. Because avocado got caught on as a superfood, mm-hmm. and you got to have your avocado and all of that. Yeah, That's now what... the avocado supply is... Right. I know, is, it's all know, screwed it's up. It's gone way up in price, so everybody's eating avocado toast. What do you do to your avocado toast? Ours is so simple. We just make our own house-made uh, ranch that we put it on on the base, and then mm-hmm. we just cut the avocado fresh right there when okay. the customer orders it. We just cut it fresh, layer it right on top. Mm-hmm. Our customers absolutely love it. Yeah, what's not to love? And That's people delicious. are coming in every single morning, and that's what they're starting their day with. It's a so. good way to start the day. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then for lunch, what would you say is your biggest for lunch? So our biggest item for lunch is going to be our wraps. We have the the Southwest wrap. We also have a um, we also have a salad called the Hail of the Kale salad, which mm-hmm. is our most popular salad. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then we have sandwiches. We have some mushroom based sandwiches. Now you guys are going cashless. Yes. So okay. So what does that mean? You only take credit cards and use your app? Yeah. So starting okay. tomorrow, we're going to go cashless. We've we've been taking cash for the last two years, and we just we've we've seen other companies doing it. Sweetgreen did it. And and we were nervous about it, to be honest with you. And mm-hmm. doesn't that cost you money though? Because if you're taking cards, you're paying the percentage mm-hmm. of the card companies. Yeah, it does cost us. It does cost us. So the what's the percentage. advantage? I guess is. I think the few advantages that we thought of that really moved us in this direction is is cleanliness. Um, for our, our employees, you know, not not having to handle bills, money. Right. Uh, I think also just there's safety issues. I was just going to say, it takes stores. a robbery right mm-hmm. off the table. I mean, yeah. unless I want a bunch of kale, mm-hmm. avocados. I mean, do you know what right, I'm saying? Give, put all your kale in the bag. Exactly. Shut up. I mean, like, <laughs> on the floor, give me your kale. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's brilliant. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's the wave of the future. Plus, with your app, I assume you have a loyalty yep. program. We do. So, I mean, that makes all the sense in the world to me. If I'm a regular consumer mm-hmm. of your product, I want the loyalty points, and that's the perfect place to do it. And we have we have seen the amount of cash going down over the years. So I think customers are just they're getting used to not yeah, using. Yeah, I mean, cash. I never have cash in my pocket. I, I, so I never have cash. I mean, it's just you don't need to have it anymore mm-hmm. in that capacity. I mean, you need cash. Until the Russians hack our. You need music cash. Cards. You just don't need it in your pocket. It just needs to be in an account somewhere. All right, let's make sure everybody knows where you are mm-hmm. at City Center, and you're, you have a new location coming up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so at City Center, we are located on the corner of Palmer Alley, which is the main alleyway, and Eleventh. And in uh, our new location is coming on Connecticut Avenue, just south of the circle. May-ish, circle. right? Mm-hmm. We're hoping May. Right. Mm, congratulations! Right, so cool. you can see, so we can see you at Fresh Farm Farmers Market mm-hmm. and uh, at City Center right now. Definitely. All right. Thanks okay, for coming. Thank, thank you so All right, much, Curtis. Back to you. Hi, Curtis. Hey. Well, so, this was really delicious. This is great. Yeah. I really loved it. It was super light and. Tell us again what's in it. So it's a hop-infused vodka. Mm-hmm. Um, we use Palisade hops on this mm-hmm. particular iteration of it. Um, some lemongrass syrup and mm-hmm. some ginger kombucha. Are you doing, is it a collaboration with the, the vodka guys, or has it come that way? 
Nope. Uh, we make it our in-house. Um, mm-hmm. We're using Absolute Elix is the, the, the vodka that we're using. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, I mean, the collaboration part probably comes from the hops, which we're, like I said, we're getting from our friends at Three Stars. Right. So. That sounds like really fun. Yeah. Are you guys planning on doing... So there's a lot of beer collabs. Like, that's yeah. huge. So is that yeah. something you guys are looking to do more of in the future? Yeah, absolutely. Um, when we first opened, we had a collaboration that we did with Three Stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that's uh, because Dave Coleman is everywhere. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I... I, I happen to like doing that too. Uh, I've I've shown up in places and, and brewed beers before, so uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's definitely a thing that I'd like to do. And I'd like to say City Tap House on a, on a thing that we can only get in our location. All right, mm-hmm. last thing because yeah. we're the show's right, almost over. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. Things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. D.C. is a very transient town. Some people get left behind when they come for Thanksgiving. So they get left in the city. Uh, maybe they lived in California or something. They couldn't get all the way out there. So mm-hmm. we're going to be open on Thanksgiving. Um, so we're going to have... The 23rd. Yep, the 23rd. Uh, so we've got a um, uh, a turkey dinner with some pear and chestnut stuffing, uh, roasted carrots, and some pumpkin pie uh, that you can come in and get uh, all day long uh, for Thanksgiving there if you... Can't get back to your family in California or Alaska or, or don't want to right. or don't want to get back to your family. <laughs> and we're going to serve you lots and lots of beer for that, too. Right. All right. All right. We got a parting word from Jeff Black. Jeff here. Black. What do you want to tell well, us? Happy Jeff? holidays, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say um, we are looking very, for, very much forward to black coffee, but uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that this is Barbara's baby. This, this with black coffee, black, black coffee. coffee. Oh, it's good Bar- for Barbara her. and Jen. So they've been they've been running the ship. Barbara's been traveling all over the country. Researching coffee shops and okay, and when are we ideas. thinking that it's going to open? Ish. Um, ish. the contractor says late February, March. Okay, so that, May that or June. Means, you know, May yeah, June. maybe June, later, maybe so. July. Maybe. Will I still be alive? Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Do you have any fingers? All right. Well, at everything you heard about on the show today, you can find on Licky, Nikki's website. Yeah, can uh, you speak this morning? Licky's website. That doesn't yeah. sound right. No, <laughs> not at all. Not for this show. All right. Um, uh, on the list, are you on it? Dot com. Mm-hmm. Follow her on Twitter and Instagram. And listen to her on WTOP every week live at 1140 on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And that's it. All right. So we want to thank all of our guests for coming in on the show. There is a lot for you to eat and drink and enjoy. Uh, and next week is going to be fabulous, too. Debbie Shore from Cheryl Strength is coming in to talk about Friendsgiving and how you can participate in their fabulous No Kids Hungry promotion. Good. And Repeal Day is coming up. And we have people coming in to pour more cocktails. Talk about a way to bookend cocktail week. Uh, thank you again. And to all of our guests for coming in studio and everybody, please have a delicious week.